0: Hi, I'm Adam. Hello, I'm Joe. Welcome to Pride and Progress, a podcast which amplifies the voices of LGBT plus educators and allies. In each episode, we're joined by a variety of guests to discuss how we can collectively
1: reimagine our educational spaces as LGBT plus inclusive. Join us
0: as we learn, unlearn and celebrate the power of diversity. Hi, Joe. Hi, how
1: are ya? Haven't seen you for ages. Honestly, Adam, I feel like I don't see anyone other than you at the moment. I know, you must be sick of the sight of me. It's been a busy few weeks, but it's exciting to be getting back together to start series three of the podcast. I was dusting off my microphone trying to find where I store these cables.
0: Absolutely. And I was trying to remember what my podcast voice sounds like. I think it's the same as my telephone voice. Um, I always remember listening to my mum as a kid and her telephone voice. I'm like, oh, my mum's posh. <laughs> it's it's like when you when
1: you realize someone's watching you and you forget how you walk. Yes. Like, how how do I walk? Try and walk normally. <laughs> it's nice to be launching series three of the podcast at
0: the beginning of LGBT History Month. Definitely. Especially when we think when we started, because actually this podcast kind of I think it was, what, two and a bit years ago, lockdown, the, the days of lockdown, you had hosted an LGBT educators event, and I think it was to celebrate Pride Month, so maybe that was 2020, and then we kind of came back together for LGBT History Month in 2021, and I'm pretty sure that night after we'd hosted an event, um, we sent a message and said, let's do the podcast.
1: Mm, yeah, it's, it's, uh, History Month's always so exciting because Twitter's kind of just full of all of this amazing work going on in schools, unis, libraries...
0: It's amazing. And it's so nice that everyone's sharing so much. There's so many people that wouldn't share, like PowerPoints and resources and ideas. And like the other day, we posted something on Twitter, like um, a photo of a display. I think it was like an MFL department in a secondary school that mm-hmm. we're talking about pronouns in different languages. And loads of people shared all their displays from different subjects and faculties and ways they celebrate LGBT inclusion. And I thought, oh, that was such a wonderful thing to see.
1: Yeah, I think as we're at the beginning of LGBT History Month, there's so many opportunities for you all to engage with it. So we'll definitely make sure that in the show notes, there's some links to some of the the brilliant
0: resources that we've seen coming up. Definitely. And I'm also very excited because we're recording on new software called Riverside and uh, I have sound effects. Every time there's something i get excited about, there's going to be a sound effect. So for uh, everybody that shares something on Twitter, this is for you. I mean, that may very quickly get tired, but I'll be entertained by it. So.
1: <laughs> it's so dumb. I love it so much. What
0: other ones do you have? Oh, well, I'll save those. Well, you, you'll be surprised as we carry on recording now. I might just run to me in the middle of uh, you saying something.
1: I, I think we reflect on this conversation about around LGBT History Month, how exciting that is. And, and you mentioned then about how... It's almost kind of two years ago, exactly, that we launched Pride Progress. and Progress. And earlier today, actually, I was reading, I was looking back through Twitter and I was reading the statement which we launched the podcast with. Do you remember what it said?
0: Well, I remember bits of it, but it's so nice to be able to hear it back because actually a lot has changed in that time.
1: So we started the first series of Pride and Progress with the statement, For a while now, we've been organising events for LGBT educators and allies to discuss inclusive education. During these events, people share powerful stories of pride and the progress being made in education. We want to share these stories to amplify the voices of LGBT educators and celebrate inclusion, progress, and the power of diversity. We're we're living in this unique and pivotal moment for inclusive education. Now, for the first time ever, educators are strongly encouraged and enabled to make education and our educational spaces inclusive of LGBT plus lives. This requires a complete reimagining of what education could and should look like, to create an education that reflects the diverse society that we live in, allowing all people to see themselves and to feel like they belong. Join us as we amplify the voices of these LGBT educators and allies, share their stories of pride and progress, and celebrate the power of diversity in education.
0: You know what this calls for, don't you? A sound effect. But how does that feel reading that back to you? It's really
1: strange. Part part of me feels like we, we. when I think back to when we started this this whole project, I didn't think we were as clear with the vision of what we were trying to create. But, but mm. reading that statement, we, we really were. It was about amplifying the voices of LGBT educators and discussing ways that we can reimagine our educational spaces. Mm. And we kind of set that out right from the start.
0: And I think what's been really nice is as that community's grown around us, you know, not just the community of people that have been on the podcast, but people that listen, people that have been to events, like our book clubs and ECT networks and that kind of stuff, then supporting each other as well. And that sort of mm-hmm. collective reimagining, I think it's the bit that's been really lovely to see.
1: Yeah, and it's wild because we, we've been doing this for two years and we could see that people listen to the podcast. We have people send us feedback and reviews, which are lovely. But whenever anyone in person says... That they've listened to our podcast, I'm still kind of floored by it, as if it's just me, you, and a and a guest having a chat, and no
0: one else is going to hear that. I know. I really sometimes think it's me you, and my cat, who's generally sat next to me here, biggest fan. um But yeah, so when other people say they've heard it, or more importantly, like it's kind of affected them, whether it's like personally or changed their practice, like that's you know that's a pretty incredible thing.
1: And I think one of the the things that I've I'm starting to accept, but it's taken a while to get there, is that we. We are experts in this. We, we do know what we're talking about. And, it, and it's thanks to all the people who we've spoken to who have shared what they're doing and have helped, to, helped us to, to learn and to unlearn and to challenge our thinking. But it is really exciting for me to think about how much I've learned during that time from that from that first episode to now how much I've learned and unlearned and my understanding now of, of what we're able to achieve in educational spaces is it's worlds apart from where it was at the beginning.
0: Definitely. And I think like I thought I was every single interview that we've had, because whenever people ask me questions now, whether it's training or something, I feel like no matter what's been asked of me, there is an experience on the podcast I can draw upon to give advice or to give a lived experience of something to develop the empathy. So I just feel so grateful. We've spoken to so many amazing people.
1: And obviously, as well as as kind of having those conversations, we've been listening back to those conversations a lot over the last six months, because as I'm sure you're aware, if you are listening to the podcast, Adam and I have been working... Hang on, Joe.
0: I've got to interrupt. I think an announcement like this requires a sound effect, and I've got the drum roll right here. Adam and I have been working on a book called
1: Pride and Progress, Making Schools LGBT Plus Inclusive Spaces.
0: And before we talk about the book, listeners, can I just guarantee or promise you that this will be entirely out of my system by the first episode we record of this series and there'll be no more sound effects. I'm just (laughs) (laughs) playing. But yes, um, we've been writing a book. Yeah, it's been a really exciting time writing this book. And it kind of felt like a natural progression of the podcast and all the research and the work we've done. And it's been, I mean, it's been hectic, but I don't know about you, Joe, but I found it a total joy to write Absolutely.
1: And, you know, I, I said I, I've been reflecting on all the things that I've learned over the last two years. And it's been really nice, actually, to be able to to put all of that, all of that knowledge, because, you know, we've spoken to over 40 guests. There's over, over 50 hours of podcasts. There's so much rich knowledge there about how we can make our schools LGBT plus inclusive spaces. To be able to look at that, pick that apart and then present that in a way that people can, can read and, and use to inform their own their own work in schools is a really exciting opportunity.
0: Definitely. And, you know, when we were writing the book, because we were conscious there's already a lot of LGBT books out there. Uh, and we were thinking, you know, there's some amazing books and we've read most of them and that it's informed our practice, which is a brilliant thing. But then we were really, we, we, you know, we were approached to write this book. But it was important to us that we write a book that was useful uh, and it was different. And for a long time, we thought about the way to kind of structure and approach that book.
1: So this is your chance, Adam. We've not done this before. Let's practice your elevator pitch. <laughs> Tell
0: everybody, what is our book about? Oh, the pressure. I haven't got a sound effect ready, so we'll just give it a go. Um, so our book, it's aimed at all educators. I think we, we tried to pitch it in a place where if you're a newly qualified or an early career teacher, whether you're a middle leader, a senior leader or somebody that's training teachers in university, which wanted to write a book where all people can access it and find something useful within it. So we tried to think about what makes the podcast successful. Think about the strengths that both of us bring. So what we decided to do was from the podcast, we tried to think about 10 themes, 10 key ideas that we think are kind of the keys to unlocking this uh, reimagined educational space that we talk about. So what we did is we came up with 10 themes and then within each chapter, we've used a structure, which we hope um, sort of is a nod to the podcast and draws upon the podcast, but also allows you to think about what that might look like in the classroom.
1: Yeah, and I think what what has kind of naturally happened in our conversations on this podcast is that Adam has such a great understanding of the theory and the research behind all of these topics that we discuss. And I just love to chat. So (laughs) in our book, um, we take the approach of looking at what each of those issues looks like in theory, in practice and in action. Adam explores what each topic looks like in theory, looking at research and theory. And then I then conceptualise that, talking about what it looks like in practice by sharing the lived experiences of our podcast guests. And then together we, we pull those things together to share with you a reflection opportunity of how those things might look in practice in your school.
0: Absolutely. And we try to think about what's useful in terms of those chapters. So the first three chapters are kind of setting in the, the, the context. The first chapter is literally the current educational context, thinking about the history and where we've come from and where we are now. Uh, we then look at some of the barriers uh, or the challenges we face to make spaces more inclusive, thinking about the concepts like heteronormativity and cisnormativity that we've talked a lot about on the podcast. And then we jump into the exciting bit, which is thinking about the ways in which we can make our schools more inclusive.
1: Yeah, I think... Someone asked me the other day, in a sentence, what is this book? And I said that I think this book is an alternative blueprint for how a school can look. It's a tool which teachers and leaders can use to reimagine their own space and make it an LGBT plus inclusive space.
0: Yeah, that's a really great elevator pitch, actually. I must practice that for the next time someone asks me. But, but within that, we look at, um, language, we look at curriculum, we look at visibility, leadership, allyship, so many topics, so many important topics. So we really hope it equips people with the language they need, with the confidence they need, and crucially that the strategies that they need. Absolutely. It is essentially the
1: best bits of all of the discussions we've had over the last few years brought together in a book. And what's really exciting is that that book is now available for pre-order. It will be all over our Twitter, all over our Instagram. You'll get sick of it. You can also find that link in our show notes. Um, The book will publish in
0: Pride Month later this year. So we really hope you enjoyed the book and we, we'd love to hear your feedback. And Joe and I are hoping to do some events. We're hoping to do a book launch uh, for the event. So keep your eyes peeled on social media because we'd love to see as many of you there as possible.
1: Yeah, it feels like the last six months, so much of our time and energy has been on putting this book together and I'm so proud of it. But but I'm also excited now to come back to to where it all started, to come back to the podcast and to be launching series three.
0: Definitely. And it almost feels like this time of year now, because this is the third year we've got back together to the podcast in LGBT History Month. And there's something really nice about that.
1: Sure. I mean, I'm I'm looking now at the list of some of the guests that we've got coming up in season three, some brilliant, brilliant voices. Again, that range of, of educators, leaders, charities, activists, such a broad variety of people who can help contribute to our understanding of how we reimagine our educational spaces.
0: We also want this series to be more interactive as well. So that might be that after an episode, you've got a question and we're going to try and do some uh, listener questions in each episode. So if you've got a question or a thought after an episode, you can share that with us on social media or drop us an email. We'd also like to respond to the things that you'd find really interesting. But we'd like to record some episodes this season that are things that are helpful to you. So we might do some panel discussions on particular topics. Uh, and we've, we've, what Two of the topics Joe and I are really interested in is uh, devolved nations and how LGBT inclusion uh, is approached in those. And I'm really interested to do an episode about PE and sport as well and some of the barriers that LGBT people face in those. So there's a couple of the ideas we've got. But like I say, we're open to ideas. And if there's something you find interesting or something you'd like us to discuss, please get in contact.
1: We, we mentioned earlier this idea of learning and, and unlearning and how we have to do those things at the same time. And it's really through conversation that that happens. So whilst it's amazing that people listen to these conversations and, and learn and unlearn and are inspired by them, if we continue those conversations, we can find even more power in them.
0: Thank you all so much for your support up to this point. Um we hope you've enjoyed season one and two, and we really hope you enjoy season three.
1: Absolutely. Um I, I wanna I wanna be really sure this is out of your system, Adam. So maybe one last round of applause to finish on. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for being part of this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd be really grateful if you could leave a review or a five-star rating, as this helps other educators to find these stories. If you want to continue the conversation, to comment, or to ask a
1: question, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PrideProgress. Progress. You can also find other ways to contact us in the show notes. Thanks for listening.